The guy doing it to us is Ted Jarrett. He's the biggest grower in the valley. That ain't the only biggest thing he is, either. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. On this holiday weekend, week. Holiday Eve, for right. us Americans at least. Right. <laughs> Mike, remember, we're worldwide. That's we true. listeners all over the place, so they don't even know what's going on. That's right. And who knows what day it is when they're listening to this, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's almost our Thanksgiving, but uh, we know that's not celebrated in pretty much anywhere else. I know Canada has their own Thanksgiving that was a little while back, I think, right? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? It's hard enough anyway, keeping up with yeah, our own so... holidays and stuff. I can't take on anyone else's. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, not much to talk about before we get ahead. Uh, anything you're watching, Mike, right now? Or I know you've been really busy. So. Yeah, well, you know, last night I started watching um, The Boys. I think that's what it is, the Amazon. Oh, yeah. How do you like it? Thing. It's different, you know? It reminds me of yeah. something I feel like I've seen, like, you know, where the, the heroes are, like, kind of corporate. I, I don't know where I've seen something like that before, but I, it, it did seem a little familiar. But, uh, but overall, yeah, I like yeah. it. I like the concept. It's good. Yeah, How about no, you? It's good. It gets weirder, too, as we go along. Anything new on your side? Um, no, I finished uh, Halt and Catch Fire, so I'm done with that. Um, did seem to drag out a little bit at the end, if anyone uh, has watched that before. Um, I felt like the last two episodes were just like, all right, you guys, we're done here. You can wrap it up at any time. But that's going to be my next po- podcast, just on Halt and Catch Fire. I'll have like two listeners. <laughs> to listen there's more than we have here yeah i never heard i never heard of it but no that that reminds me i did finish watching uh kingdom i mentioned that the kind of mixed martial arts oh yeah the uh, USC drama uh-huh. it was um i think three three seasons had one of the jonas brothers in it it i loved it it was awesome i recommend it it was it was <laughs> sort of a wild ride so uh if you haven't seen that yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I think, you know, several years old now, um, but it's, uh, Netflix picked it up and I, I think it took off, it was on Dish Network or something and it didn't really get the audience it deserved, but check it out. It's my recommendation. Okay. Um, I did, uh, I watched, also watched the new Borat. <laughs> oh, did you? I haven't even seen the first one. I don't know. I just, no interest. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty good. You know, it was, it was fun just to sit back and watch and, you know, not worry too much about things. Um, I, I do want to mention, I noticed this, I didn't tell him I was going to mention it, but, you know, a uh, friend of the show, Moose Matson. Sure did. Remember him? Yep. Um, he and some of his friends put a, sh- like a movie short out called Hobo 
with the high kick, and he plays like the title character. So he's the hobo. Um, they were just talking up that he's the hobo <laughs> with the high kick. But uh, so I'll, I'll I'll link to it in our show notes. But it's on YouTube. It's just like eight minutes long, so it's you know awesome. It's short, easy to take in. But uh, check it out. You know, help help out the help out the guys there. Um, so I, I, I watched, like, I saw it pop up. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Uh, I saw like the intro basically, but, uh, um, I was at work, so I figured I had to wait till later. So check it out. Uh, like I said, I'll put it in the show notes and good job, Moose and the rest of the gang. Yeah. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it, Mike. What, uh, what did we watch for today? Today we watched the A-Team, um, Episode titled Labor Pains. So from season two, episode eight. Um, and I got to say, so, you know, I was like the A-Team. You know, <laughs> like I wasn't a big fan of the A-Team back in the day. I know we've done a couple of them. Uh, but once the intro started playing, I was all in. Like it just, it brings back the feeling. You get pumped up. It's very energetic. And there was enough destruction yeah, it is. in just the opening sequence, like just the credits, <laughs> where I was like, this is like a full movie, like a full action movie packed into the opening credits of this show. So yeah, it, so I, by, by the time the credits ended, I was like, let's go. I was ready. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think it starts off right away. I mean, they're like on a dirt road car chase. Yeah. Like it starts off around. Duke's a hazard territory. Like you, I was thinking the like same I thing. Like I expected the General Lee to come out. Yeah. <laughs> like you see like a, um, a like a duet, right? Like the General Lee goes by the other direction with the cops chasing him. But. Right. I'm trying to think. I don't think they were on the same network, though, but I, I don't know for sure um, off the top of my head. I probably should look that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, this thing starts off right away with, you know, <laughs> they're in a car chase in the van, BAs driving like a madman down these dirt roads, you know, trying to get away from, uh, uh, was Decker and his crew. Um, and I, I did notice that nobody was wearing any seatbelts in the van. It's, it's too, it's too restrictive. I was really concerned Right. I, w- I was concerned about their safety, especially Amy, because she's kind of like just sitting in the middle. Yeah, she's sitting in like a bucket or <laughs> something in the back of the van. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think her seat Yeah, she's the woman, so she doesn't even get a, a seat. <laughs> but like, you know, and the, like the end of it, like at one point, what, they jump through a sign somehow that there's just like the guy's like just finishing painting like a cigarette sign or something. Yeah, and they jump through the And they billboard. bust through it and they land on their side. I'm like, man, I'm surprised no one flew through the windshield on that. And I mean, um, it, it did hit the ground so hard. And I was thinking like, if I hit a curb too hard coming up the driveway or something, <laughs> my car stops working. So I'm not sure. Right, exactly. These cars, you know, they don't build them like that anymore, Mike. They don't. They, no. That's the problem. It is a problem. Yeah. You know, they don't. They don't build cars to take a thirty-foot jump in the middle of nowhere <laughs> for no reason and keep going. Right. Uh, and meanwhile, Murdoch yeah, is on exactly uh, on the Ouija board. Um, right. Like seeking out the spirits, looking for advice. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you, yeah, looking for it. Basically, does he want to know like if they're going to get out of the jam? Are they going to go to jail? Wasn't that what he was yeah, asking? Yeah, something like remember. that. Yeah. But I, I don't know how he was controlling it as they were driving down that bumpy road. But I don't either. It's a pretty good job. And then it occurred to me, Mike, it, 
you know, if you are prone <laughs> to getting in car chases and, and you need to escape and you're on the run, is a van the right choice of vehicle for you? Or should you have something well, that you know, kind of blends it's... in? I mean, and if it, all right, let's say, just say you go with a van. <laughs> should it be like maybe white? So, you know, it looks like all the other service <laughs> yeah. vans and not, you know, black. I will give you that. And mag wheels. But, and that spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, like, they, they need to have something big to carry all of their stuff. Because I'm assuming they have luggage since they're constantly on the run. You know, not everyone could be like David Banner from The Incredible Hulk who could just be on the run with just a bag over his shoulder. It's fine. Um, find your clothes. You know, these guys need weapons somewhere. and tools. Right. What's that? David Banner, you yeah. know, he'd just pull his clothes off a clothesline somewhere that someone has hanging out to dry. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, you're exactly right. You know, you know, white van would have been better. Um, hell, even a van with like a dragon paint on the side. <laughs> you could just look like every other van. Like, yeah, just know. blend in a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. But, but as they're driving though, um, they happen to notice that there's a sign that says the bridge is out and Hannibal thinks that this is perfect. Exactly. And, and I'm, I'm like, thinking yeah. this is where I'm convinced it's Hazard County right there. I mean, it <laughs> right. had to be. But yeah, Hannibal's like, yeah, that's you. You always go to where the bridge is out in a chase, right? Yeah. And uh, anyway, here I got a little clip of him t- them talking about it too. We've got him now, sir. We've had him before. Hannibal, didn't you see that sign? Of course he did. The bridge is out, man. What we gonna do? Cross it. Better put the hammer down. Unless you want me to drive. <laughs> The A team becomes the B team. Unfortunately, they became the B team. So yeah, obviously they made the jump, and I think they landed even harder after this one. Yeah, like they came down just on their front right tire. I think I'm surprised like that tire didn't go flying. And yeah, I'm sure the car like probably just like crumbled (laughs) upon impact, but. but you know what was really cool, and it's re- it's great engineering too. They always put a ramp right in front of the missing bridge, so that just in case right. you know somebody needs to get get across, you still have a way. So that's good. Yeah, exactly. It's good engineering. Yeah, that's that's what you have to do. That's that's like bridge construction one hundred and one right there. Right. Um, is to always have a ramp right in front of it, just to be on the safe side. That's exactly. like you know part of OSHA rules now. <laughs> yes. They yes. need to wear harnesses, and you need a ramp in front of right. it. Right. Plan B. It's contingency. All of, you know. <laughs> bridge is out unless you're a little feeling lucky. <laughs> Are you? Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> So Hannibal comes out and taunts Decker a little bit, you know, because he's basically stuck on the thing because I guess they stopped. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But they basically drive into like a ghost town. Like it looked a lot like the ghost town they were in last time we saw the show. Oh, I thought you were about to say the same thing I wrote down. So I I put, it looks like they went to hang out in what looks like the same town as the Brady's ghost town when they went on their vacation. (laughs) I think maybe to the Grand Canyon or something. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Grand Canyon trip. Yeah. Yeah. They get locked in by, no, not Vincent Price. Vincent Price was Hawaii. Yeah, he was Hawaii. I don't know who the guy that locked him in was, but. I don't know. 
I feel like it was someone we should know. Some like, old miner from that era. Yeah. No, I mean like a like an actor. We no, no, know. I know. Yeah, he, um, he. I think that guy was probably one of those people you've seen in like several things, but ne- never as like a main role. But anyway, right. I digress. <laughs> well, hey, that's what this show is all about. Um. <laughs> do, you, do you know where they stayed uh, when they got anyway. there? The A team, where they chose to. Who? The A team. Where the they, town? No. Do you know? Like, no, specifically where in the town they decided to stay. No. The padded pillow motel. Where did they stay? They, you didn't catch that. <laughs> I just thought, like, what a great name for a motel. Padded pillow. No, I don't. I don't think I caught that. That's pretty good. That is a good one. Yeah, sounds cozy. Um, yeah, exactly. So anyway, but before, so they do drive through the ghost town. They don't end up staying there. They, they end up like driving through that, and they end up in another town that looks more like a little a small town. Um, but the group doesn't want to stay there because they're like, this is too close to where we just lost them. Because basically, they only drive like five minutes away, and now they're gonna hide out in the only town that's probably within fifty miles. Um. But uh, Hannibal's like, no. He's like, no, 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 no. This is this is perfect. They're like, well, this is what we did last time. He's like, right. And Decker's gonna know that's what we did last time, so we wouldn't do it this time. So we are gonna do it this time to trick him. I don't know. It's a lot of psychology. Some kind of weird circular logic. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean. So uh, yeah. So Murdoch goes. Oh, he yeah. Murdoch (laughs) wants to look at his Ouija board to see if the hotel's gonna be okay, and then they kind of split up, right? I think like Murdoch and Amy go to the hotel and their other guys go to the grocery store to pick up supplies. And this is where it all goes downhill. It does. I mean, when they get in the store, um, there's already some activity taking place there, right? There's like uh, a guy. Well, before they walk in, the, the store owner's on the phone and he's talking to somebody and it's clear. He's like, these people shouldn't be here. They, you know, he doesn't want to serve them. Um, so he gets off the phone. He's pretty much trying to kick them out without letting them buy any beans or whatever it is they're there to, to purchase. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. And they're just like pleading. They're like, come on. We just need to buy some food. And, um, and that's when the 18 comes. And in. all like the shelves are empty. Yeah, exactly. And all the shelves are empty because Mr. Jarrett is having a barbecue. So I guess, you know, he's the only man in town. And I guess he owns the farm. So it turns out these guys are, they work on it. Well, let's, 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 I guess we're getting a little too far ahead. Because obviously Hannibal and B.A. and Face step in and be like, because that guy calls some dudes and some dudes come in to like be like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Right? Right. Yes. And so they're like, they're like rough cowboys, you know. Right. And, who? okay, who do we have here? We have couple different people one of them one of the bad guys is and i'm not sure <laughs> the charles napier i don't know was he the That's, i'm saying it right but he was from rambo this the second one he's the one that basically sent him in to get killed does that is he bell? is he the main <clears throat> excuse me the main bad guy he's the main guy crossed yeah okay. the big guy the tallest yeah. guy. Yeah, I know he looked familiar. The one you recognize the most. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he, he looks <laughs> like, exactly like right. Butker Howard. That's what I was thinking, but 
I knew it was not. Right. And he's pretty tall, too. Like, he definitely is taller than B.A., you know, because B.A. Oh, stands yeah. up to him. But B.A. is, like, you know, punching a piece of rock, basically. It's like, it doesn't matter that he's smaller than you. He's just, like, solid. Um, but uh, basically what ends up happening is they... Oh, wait, hold on. Do I have the clip? Because, yeah. So... The guy is the guys come in and they give him shit. They're like, "You're not supposed to buy your stuff here." And Hannibal gets in their face. And I'm not really sure what he means by this, but I want to uh, play a clip here where he talks about for his first impression of the guy. Hold on a second. You know, your first impression, Mister, is just like a lizard's breath. <laughs> I haven't started to make a first impression yet. Get out of here. You heard him. No, can't. Or market marshals. Bringing justice to the produce aisles and freezer sections of America. Better listen to him. I'm going to give you a lot of pain. I'm going to say this one time. Threats appeal a whole lot more to us than they do to ordinary people. Now, it'd be in your good interest to keep that in mind. Let these people take their food and get out of here. And a fight ensues. But yeah, I'm not sure what he meant by that. Your first impression is like a lizard's breath. I don't, I don't know. Really... I can't see that as being good. I never heard that before. Right. No. But my question is, like, how do these guys always happen to run into, like, the bad guys in town? Like, because usually it's like you got to call the A-team, right? Remember, that's the whole part of their tagline. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what you'd expect. You'd but have they to send the... Yeah. But between gigs... But it's a pretty good fight. I mean... They stumble into they things. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't get paid for this one. No. Because they nor- normally take some sort of payment, I think, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, they're on the run. At least, or at least supplies to get to the next yeah, town. Yeah, they need some... The next no. ghost town. Exactly. And speaking of ghost town, the person in... Because uh, I know people, the four people that listen, probably at least one person knew who the uh, guy in uh, the Grand Canyon episode was. It was Thurston Howell Third from Gilligan's Island. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, I did not know <laughs> he was that. all like, you know ragged it up you know and fake beard and all that so yeah so uh, while while we're identifying people the local that was in the store um and it so it was a local and a sister in the store when you know all this crap went down that guy i don't know his name is the actor but I, i remember him from i'm like he's been in a ton of stuff but the one thing i remember him from is in the heat of the night he played a cop. Yeah, and, yeah. It's a, Alan Autry. Yeah, definitely. It, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I have written down from the heat of the night. Now, do you know who his wife was? Did she look familiar at all? In the show? Well, that was his sister, yeah. right? Or did he also have a wife too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, his sister, the other person. Yeah, the other person. No, <laughs> <laughs> not to me. She's Penny Pazer, who was in Crazy Like a Fox. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's some six degrees. Which we've only done one episode, which we say we're going to do more. The problem is we haven't been able to find them. Not not easy to find. (laughs) So we find out what's going on. Basically, these people work for this Jarrett guy, right? Do we find this out now or do we find this out later? Um, Well, that night they go to. No, I think that. No, we find out later. Yeah. Yeah, we find out later because they basically just leave the store at this point. They're like, all right, see you guys later. We're going to the hotel. Right. And the guy, because then the bad guys are driving back and they're like scared to tell Jarrett that they these guys beat him up. Basically. Yeah, yeah, right. 
Yeah. And, and that they were able to buy food. Right. And because then we cut to the hotel at night. Right. And this is where I'm thinking, like, this is where it's all going to go down now. Because, you know, the bad, right. guy, the bad guys pull up. They walk in. They jimmy the lock to the room with, like, a buck knife or something. And then, you know, you hear snoring. <laughs> and you know it's not going to be that easy, right? They're not going to be able to jump the A-team that easily. No. But, so they pull back the covers. No, the A-team's too smart. Yeah. They pull back the covers, and it's, it's a recording of someone snoring. And lights go on. The A-team comes rushing. They've, you know, they're all armed. And turns out it's the brother and sister, not the, not the bad guys. Yeah. So this is where they kind of spill the story about everything. You're like, oh, we, you know, right. we thought we had to talk to you. So kind of a strange way to go about it, but they they break in and then, and then they tell <laughs> so the story. So we broke into your hotel room. <laughs> we didn't come to the door and just knock. Right. We decided to break in to talk to you. With a knife, <laughs> right. And basically, yeah. you know, this is where he says that the guy's like the, the, you know, like the biggest grower in the area. Pretty much like slave wages, he somehow tricked all these people into working, and he brought them from you know some distance and their families and screwed them. They have no plumbing. They, they're basically, I mean, later we'll go take they're a look. Trapped at, there. Yeah, we'll take a look at their, you know, living quarters. But it, it's like they're on the set of Mash, basically. When you when you look at like <laughs> where they live. Yeah, that's like, a good. That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, and they're they're yeah, and this like. This isn't like made up for the TV show. This shit really went on in certain areas and probably still does. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and this reminds me, and I don't know, I thought it was, I don't know where, but I mean, I'm, you probably remember learning this about this in like some school class or whatever, but like how some companies would have stuff set up like this. Like they'd have housing for you to live and work in their factories and stuff, and they wouldn't pay you in money. They'd pay you in like their dollars that you could use at their stores. And so, like, you would never actually make any money to actually ever go anywhere else. You're, like, stuck working for them forever. Oh, wow. It's, like, the same idea. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually – I find it fascinating. i got to research that. Yeah, well, you know, and I thought one company I knew of that did that in the area, and I don't know if it is, and I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> you know, you know. They're not in business anymore. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay, then. And they so, can't I think you, I might just but... be thinking <laughs> – but I, I, based on what I saw really quick, I don't think they were. But I know that that used to happen back in the day, back before like unions were a thing, and whole, you know, like yeah, it, it's yeah, it's, that's interesting. Um, it's like working at like Chuck E. Cheese. But, uh, but I know this stuff definitely you. happened in far on farmland and stuff like that, and it probably still does. Yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, yeah. So they want help trying to they you know, the Hannibal's like, well, what you need to do is form a union. Like he's never gonna allow that, and like, damn right, he's not gonna. Right. Um, so they decide that they're gonna help him out. Um, oh yeah, because they're saying to basically right now they're refusing to work, which is kind of helping. Right. And I guess the crop is like ready to ready to uh, harvest, but they're refusing to do it. And you know, I guess rain's on the horizon. If they get a good rain, I guess the crop's gonna be wiped out. So while the guy, why, while it's you know only a couple days away before they got to do this, and the guy hasn't caved yet, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so they're gonna try to help him out. They try to get him to go. So, right. That's the whole. That's the whole premise. So right what do they do? How? Do, yeah. So, so and I, these guys so, like have no food. 
because they haven't been able to buy anything. So no, right. And um, so you know they get everyone together and they start talking about it, and some of the people are like, you know what, you know this is all great and all, but you know we got to eat. We you know we got to do this, get out there and do these crops so we can get our food and they'll pay us and whatever. And you know they're like, you're not going to get that anyway. So Han- Hannibal kind of strikes a deal with them and is like, look, if I can get you food for the next couple of days. Will you hang in there and we'll we'll get through this? And, you know, so they, they agreed to it. And there, there were some pretty fancy speeches yeah. taking place. Mr. T speaks about strength. <laughs> and it was yeah, very moving. Yeah. Um, Unity. Unity. What, um, what I didn't know was why didn't the A-team just give them a ride to another town hey. that they can go work Down. in, too? That's I mean, true. I know they only had but, one van, but they probably could have taken a couple of loads at a time and just drove them somewhere. But they, yeah, but they, I don't know if they, they have nowhere to stay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No money. Anyway. So, now, since they have to get food, we end up at uh, Jarrett's place, who's having a, a big barbecue. Right. And he's, who then, by the way, he's uh, played by John Vernon, who uh, probably maybe best known as the guy in Animal House, the Dean, I think, right? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. So, and I just lost my place in my notes. So they show up, like, <laughs> well, no, actually, first, <laughs> Hannibal, remember, he's the master of disguise. And it, I, to be honest, I didn't recognize him at first. I didn't either. But so, like, <laughs> There's a guy, like, um, he's like the head chef, right? Mixing like beans. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy mixing beans and he's yelling. I'm like, "What you mixing the beans like that for? You trying to smash the beans? I spent all day on this food, and it turns out it's him, like in a fat suit." But again, why he has to be in disguise in a place that nobody knows him? I don't know. Well, I guess I guess the bad guys were there. Maybe it's but, just just for the sport of it. He's so good at it. He just likes doing. Yeah, it. I know. He just. I think he just likes dressing up. I yeah. think he does. I think he got one of those kits as a kid. <laughs> the man of a thousand faces. <laughs> it just took off. Just to, yeah. It just took off from there. That's great. Did we talk about this last time? I we think we, we probably talk about it all the time, especially when he did the Asian man yeah. that didn't look Asian and. Yeah, with this. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little. This is a this was a far improvement anyway, so, over that one. Yeah, this was a little bit better. But um, oh, okay, I got uh, I got a clip of it too. But basically, so he's done that, and all of a sudden he just like pull, like whips on a freaking rifle and starts shooting in the air, and BA comes peeling around the house into the van, and. You know, the guys are all stunned, obviously, because everyone's armed there. I don't know where we're supposed to be, but it looks like Texas, but I don't right. know. But um, they obviously have no chance to get their guns, so they're like, whoa. And they're like, okay, we're here basically to take all your food. Um, well, actually, he doesn't say that. He says, we're here to pick up the generous food, the generous donation, I think, that he's having. Yeah. But I got yeah. a little clip of him here talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen. We apologize for interrupting your party with gunfire, but it was the only way that we could collect Mr. Jarrett's generous food donation without getting blown out of our socks by his bodyguards. And like he went and, on, he you know, went, he, exp- he went on to, to explain about the the people he's screwing over, and um, and I like he mentioned you know there's kids 
you know, with no food. And then the wife is like, children. You know, like she's like oblivious. Yeah, to and what I was thought she on. was gonna do something. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was gonna like chime in or whatever, but she just kind of stayed there. Yeah. Like I thought maybe, like, you know, when they came up to them closer, that she was gonna say something like, "What is? What are you doing, you idiot?" You know, right? Kind of like a um, Christmas vacation moment where uh, Brian Doyle Murray's wife's like, "You cut out the bonuses. I told you that was stupid." Yeah. Exactly. You expected a little um, bit more from her, but yeah, she she stayed in her place and just she knows where yeah. her bread gets. And then he takes, right? and he takes money from them too, right? Yeah, he takes. Uh, oh yeah, for I back wages. Faced... Back wages. Oh 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 he, oh yeah he was holding out. Right. Yeah, he was holding out on them. Yeah. So yeah, so face collects, basically the guy's like his ring, all the cash he has in his wallet, and then like the other guy the other guy's wallet as well and um that's supposed to be like restitution or i don't know it's supposed to be like a payment for what he owes those people plus all the food yeah so and then so they they get all the food load they get basically get the guys to load the food for them you know by at gunpoint and they take off um to leave and they're, you know, booking around the front of the house. And then one of the uh, Jarrett guys, like, tells his buddy, he's like, hey, go close the gate. So he goes and runs, and there's a just a gate button, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, on the back patio, which I thought was kind of interesting to have that there. Um, I mean, I guess you'd have to open the gate sometimes if you're in the back, but it seemed an odd, oddly placed. Yeah. But so they come around <laughs> the front. And it's closing like a total. It's like you know something right out of Star Wars, right? Where the gates closing as they're trying to get out. Right. And uh, who mentions it? Face or I'm not sure who mentions it, but so Hannibal hangs out of the car and shoots the the controller button on the outside and manages to open it back up. That was yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. And I promise and you, if it away. were me, if it were me in that situation, and I shot at the controller box. The gate would have, at best, just locked. You know, it would have like stopped where it was at. There's no way anything I ever, ever, ever like tried to hit or destroy. Would be in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it just wouldn't have worked out that way for me. But I am yeah. not Hannibal. Right? No, and then we see him pull, and then they pull up like where the guys are the the fields, and they're all working. I'm like, wait, is this the same day? But I guess it was a different day because now they're like hold passing out like union flyers yeah so i think what they were doing so here we is some time right they they started they went around to all the other local towns where he was doing pulling the same shit with you know groups of workers is that what it was yeah yeah so he so he was there okay. trying to collectively get them all together to unionize that was the the point there okay i gotcha all right, but he's there you know they're being smart they're like hey when you have a break make sure you read this you know and there's like one foreman, foreman guy there, and you know, he's kind of giving him a look. He's like, "Hey, I said look at it on his break. I didn't tell him, yeah. you know, to read it now." And then he gives one to the foreman. I think Face does, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Just "Read it later on. You know, maybe you'll find something interesting in there." He's like, um, "Or have someone read it to you." <laughs> yeah. Get himself. Yeah, that's right. Not to mention, though, they were probably <laughs> trespassing. I don't know that you could do that, but. Um, 
What do I know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. But anyway, um, so what happens then? After they that? they 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 work their way out of there, right? After you know, visiting, handing out all that information, and then uh, um, then we switch to a scene where where um, is it Garrett, Jarrett, Jared, and uh, Jared. Cro- Cross are standing Cross face to face. And to me, this I was so distracted by how close they were standing. Like the did you see that I posted that on? on oh Instagram? no, I didn't. I didn't see that. But like the brims of their I hats the were same like thing. overlap. I don't even know what happened in that scene because I was like, why the hell are they so close? They're gonna kiss. It was like freaking me out. Yeah, no, they were they were definitely very close talking. I don't know why they were. They were so and they weren't whispering. I mean, I don't know. It was like yeah, but basically I, they were just talking about like the like the guys are gonna form a union and they're you know pissed about. It. He's like you can't let that happen or whatever. I think right. And um, so they uh, they already have like an office set up. It seems like because they're like making calls. They got little signs that say you know vote union union yes like just all generic like union signs. Yeah. And um, then you see the bad guys like roll up. And they toss a fucking grenade in there. Like, I mean, I don't know if they do know what was in there or not, but I'm like, okay, that might be a little, a little much. It's a little harsh. Yeah. Middle of the day, you toss a grenade into a storefront. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, they're not in there because they come out from another building. The A-team <laughs> is smarter than This is actually pretty that. funny. Yeah. Yeah, they come out from another building. They're like, "Oh wow!" They're like, you know, it's not going. Ba- boss isn't going to be happy about that. It's one of Jarrett properties. <laughs> yeah, right. He blew up his own place. It was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. So what happens now? Uh, um. Let's oh. See. Okay. So they have a meeting place. We know that they found a place to meet, right? We see right. that. And obviously, the bad guys want to know where that is. Oh, right, right. So we cut to like a farm and we see little Jimmy. I don't know what his name is, but it's some little kid walking around. And all of a sudden, one of the bad guys comes and like basically grabs him and like drags him over by his mom and basically like tells us where the union meeting is or uh, something bad might happen to Jimmy over here. And rightfully Again, so, yeah. A little harsh. I mean, she, she gives in. I mean, no one wants their. You know, their yeah. kid destroyed. So don't blame her right. for that. Um, no. But even so, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be that easy. On you know, she gave up the right information, but you know, the A team they'll be ready for that. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Ba then Ba and Face are are driving, and they pull up near this like flatbed where this farmer is working on like maybe a broken tractor or something. And something get, like that, yeah. Face gets out and he just like bullshits the farmer about he's from some <laughs> like farm industry inspection, something you know, he's going on and on. And basically, that he wanted to take the flatbed and inspect it. And pretty much, the guy just he just kind of shakes down face to get his fancy shoes. So, in exchange for the shoes, <laughs> he lets him take the truck, which. Not a fair trade, but... And did he let him take all the other stuff that he took, too? Or did he collect that from, like, other farmers just driving up and down the highway? 
Well, I think it was the the flatbed truck, and then it, and the truck had a wood chipper on it already. I don't know. Oh, what did else. it? I don't oh, know. Okay. What else Come here. Come I here. wasn't sure. Uh, Come. Riggs wants to. Come. Riggs wants to chime in. Yeah, he's got he's got um, opinions. Yeah, because before that, like Hannibal says that the place needs a little window dressing, so that's how he you know sends Face and Ba out because Face is good. You know, he's good at sweet talking people. He is. Um, right. Although I don't know that farmer. <laughs> He didn't really seem to be buying it at first. Nah. He's like, "You want a what? Who are you?" But never heard of you. He got, a, he got some uh, sweet shoes out of the deal. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what did he say? What did he try to say? Gucci? Yeah, he's like, oh, "Those was it, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce." Remember what he said? It. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. So now this is my favorite part. This is the whole reason I picked this episode, and this is one of my the best things I think that I've ever seen happen in an A-Team episode, and I don't know why this cracks me up so much. Um, but anyway, so now they get working, right? Now we're going to have a building montage. They're going to do something with all this stuff that they brought, um, and we'll see what it is in a minute, but they're, you know, BA's welding, taking shit out of the tractor, and... Right. Like removing Move, engine parts from the truck, <laughs> moving bales of hay around. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Moving bales of hay around. Yeah, and then when they're all done, they're putting uh, crates like with heads of cabbage in there. And you already know what's coming up. But and that's yeah, that's when it all comes together. Up. And I, I <laughs> yeah. and I only knew because so, you, you previously know, told me this. You're like, this is one of my favorite episodes because of this. <laughs> So, yeah, once I saw yeah. the cabbage, and I, I'm like, I think I read somewhere, on. like, they were starting to change the show to try to make it be a little less violent, like, less gunplay. And this, is, I don't know if this was the start of it or whatever, because there was obviously gunplay in here and a grenade thrown in a building. So, I don't know. Yeah, right. But, right. Um, anyway, so the bad guys are driving up to the place, and you got Murdoch on the, the roof watching for him. And, um, basically... They come up, and they're like, "Hey, it's empty." We're, you know, because by the time they get there, the people scatter. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what Hannibal says. Like they just open it up. They're like, "Hey, you're too, you're too late. It already happened, or something." Right. And they open the doors, and they've converted this thing into a a cabbage head launcher, and right. they just start fucking shooting cabbage heads. At these it's like a, like a double barrel. Cabbage launcher shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if you could do it right, yeah, you could probably really hurt someone with a cabbage because if you can get it fast enough, you know. Yeah. Um, but but it, like there's it like was, n- it's nine. It's like the best thing I've ever there's seen. There's like nine guys in there with guns. <laughs> and like they're yeah. shooting them. And they're all just going to wait for you to shoot a cabbage at them <laughs> as they right. load each one. Right, right. Because so. <laughs> it wasn't like a fast action where you could like load in like 30 heads of cabbage and just go yeah right it was like one two boom right yeah so but anyway but it was still great it, it was, was still entertaining you know. right yeah so bullets are no match for heads but anyway of we find out no right exactly and they do say that the union's approved but uh because they, they walk up later the only thing i can think of is like is this guy actually gonna follow it Right. You know, because who, you know, I mean, yeah. I know unions, how unions work, and they have a lot of power, but like, I don't, I just don't see this guy be like, whatever. You yeah. Enforcing your union rules. What are you going to do? 
I mean, I know they're going to, I think they said they contacted a local and they're going to come and send people over. But yeah, like a real union. Yeah. I don't know. Like this guy, like out in the middle of nowhere, you can see him just being like, whatever. Is it a union? I don't give a crap. Right. So. Yeah. But apparently it works. Um, yeah. So then, then, and then uh, right away, they're, they're back at the headquarters, you know, the union, <laughs> the makeshift union headquarters, and they're kind of basking <laughs> in their success, right? Like everything was good. And um, then you start to hear some faint sirens in the background. And uh, then they, they decide it's probably time to head out. And then it was, it was almost like a repeat of the chase at the very beginning. Um, yeah. So they, you know, they get in, they get in the car, they're dirt roads, they're driving, same guys chasing them. They, you know, end up jumping through the same sign. Like the guy had just finished repairing right. the sign. Like he's still there. Yeah. He was and like then, walking away, like admiring his work. <laughs> yeah, right. And they go busting through it again. And then um, I think that was it. Did I miss something? Yeah, that was pretty yeah, much I, it. Then we go right to the titles. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a it was a good, good, you know, fun episode. I thought, cabbage launch. Right, and it seemed like it went like really fast. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, they get chased, they go to the town, they get hassled by the guys, they help the people out, they get shoot cabbages, yeah, and they get chased again, and that was like, it. Never a dull moment in this episode. No, no, exactly. Yeah, not a lot of setup. Right. You know. No, good. this is like this is exactly what TV should be like. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Keep it moving. Keep me interested, and no crap. Yeah. You know, no fillers. But yeah, <laughs> no crap. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So again, it kind of rekindled my appreciation for the A team. So. Yeah. No. It's. It's. I mean. It's. It would never work now. You know, I don't think. You know, I don't uh, know. It might. The- I mean, you would have to. You would have to make it. You would have to put it like on, like a streaming service. Yeah. And. I mean, it might have to be like. And- yeah, it might have to be. I don't know if if it's considered a kids show, or what, but it might no. be. I mean, no. it might it might appeal more to like young. You know, I don't know. If you did it today right. and had the right people, I picture it as like a young, young teenager type movie, but or not movie, TV show. But. Yeah. Well, like I said, like you know, they brought back MacGyver, right? And they, you know, my son watches that, but it, it's yeah. a little different, not terribly different than MacGyver was. Yeah. Um, I don't think, but although it wasn't the first MacGyver we saw, it wasn't no, it wasn't really violent. I didn't. No. Uh, I haven't watched but, the. And I don't think this one is either. But the, you know, he's got to step up his game a little bit with putting stuff together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, a little more complex. Um, uh... But yeah, you would definitely have to update this, and I, I don't know. I'm not sure how you would do it. There'd probably be end up being more gunplay in it. I think. Did you ever see the movie when they did it? I don't think so. With Liam Neeson and. Uh, oh no, I didn't. Whoever else was in it. No. Yeah. Um, shoot, who was in that? It was Liam Neeson and uh, why am I blanking on his name? The guy who I don't know. I I don't even remember that happening. 
Yeah, I tried watching part of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is great podcasting right here as I try to remember names. <laughs> yeah, we could. Bradley uh, Cooper. That's what I'm thinking. Really? Of. I do not remember that. Yeah, Bradley Cooper was face. I think, or it's supposed to be face. I don't know if it really was, you know. Character for character. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. And was it like a like anyway, a, a parody? I, or was it real? I mean, was it like... No, it was... No, no, not a parody. It was like, re, like a real reimagining. Not like when they did Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. This was like a real, you know, just bringing it back up. Yeah, yeah. Jessica Biel was in it too, I guess. I didn't know that. Huh. Anyway, if anyone's seen the A Team, let us know. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'm All right. Any, check uh, anything else? Any other thoughts on this? Are you going to go and build a cabbage cannon? I'm going to work on one. I'm not sure how successful it'll be, but <laughs> I'll see what I've got in the garage. You know, if you get it fast enough, there's probably someone on YouTube that's made something like this, I'm sure. Yeah. Because there's guys always on YouTube, like, making something to shoot something. Launching shit, yeah. Like, did you see that guy made, like, like the the thing to launch a baseball at, like, a thousand miles an hour? No. Jesus. That sounds lethal. <laughs> Forget that. Like, it sh- is. Like, shoot a watermelon or something, but, and a, not a, you know. Yeah. That's no fun. And then he's got a couple of videos. Like, one, like, it hits the backstop, like, the... <laughs> steel plate that just explodes Jesus. and then he like tries to see how many how many mitts it'll go through and it can go through like seven mitts or it's whatever like a bugs bunny cartoon <laughs> oh no it actually had like a, a dummy like a guy there like one of those um you know like a mannequin like, like, <laughs> yeah. just like, it went like right through him jesus <laughs> that's nuts yeah i'll stick with cabbage it's safer uh, anyway not legal right. cabbage yeah, exactly yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, um, any other thoughts? No. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, it was a good episode, though. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's one of my favorites. The cabbage part just gets me every time. I don't know why. It just yeah. cracks me up. I do have a taste for cabbage but, now. Uh, <laughs> some coleslaw or something? Yeah, yeah right. I'm going to whip something <laughs> Or up. boiled cabbage or yeah. corned um, beef and cabbage. cabbage with some corned beef. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess that's it then. Uh, for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. And that's my dog. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> that's Riggs. <laughs>